Hey everyone, how are you today? How are you today? Thank you for joining me, Aisha Hogan, in I Got This. I mean in the universal, I uh, got this. And today we're, we're doing a series right now, if you haven't really noticed, where we're talking to a lot of the authors from a collaborative book that we've all done a chapter in called From Bottom to Top. And the name of the book itself sort of puts out there exactly what this is about. You know, we've all had those moments where we've hit bottom. For some of us, they've been very scary moments where we've hit bottom and um, how we rose to the top, how we didn't let us let it define us, but we did learn from it. So that's really what we want to talk about today. Um, and one of our authors is with us today, Jennifer Hunter, which I'm really pleased to have you here with us, Jennifer. Thank you. Thank you. So Jennifer, I'd like you to um, let the listeners know a little bit about who you are now. Okay. So almost a year ago, I, lo- I left Los Angeles and I moved to Cuenca, Ecuador in the Andes Highlands. Wow. And yeah, you know, it was, it was an amazing time in my life. I wanted, I'd been wanting to do it for about five or six years. I'd done an an incredible amount of due diligence with other countries, you know, Mexico, Central America, South America, and I chose Cuenca, Ecuador, and I've absolutely loved it from the moment I set foot, you know, on the coast and then moved upwards into the highlands. Um, Prior to that, I had been a speech language pathologist for, in private practice for about 40 years, and it really defined who I was. And I think one of the hardest things for me was to literally give up my certification because I knew I wouldn't need it here. And it was just like, oh my God, you know, now I'm starting all over again and I'm going to reinvent, redesign myself from here. So this is what I'm doing. I'm, um, you know, technically retired, but always wide open for anything to do that would benefit this community, the planet, the earth, whatever. I'm wide open. That's great. Um, now you, you're, you're, you're like a, a white haired lady like myself. So I'm going to, I'm going to ask you a question here because, yeah. you know, when we talk about redefining ourselves, um, usually people have the image, you did say retiring, you, usually people have the image that it's, you know, we've got all the time in the world, you know, I'm 20s, I'm 30s, I'm, you know, maybe mid 30s. Um, but being that we are beautifully young and gray, um, how does that feel to sort of start to redesign yourself now? It's tremendous. It's tremendous, because I, I, I had to drop literally everything when I left Los Angeles. And now I'm not trying to put, you know, square pegs into round holes. I'm not trying to be something that, you know, I'm forcing myself to be or do or have. I'm really pulling life towards me right now. And I'm letting life define me as what my next step is going to be. Now, I haven't quite gotten there, there yet. Um, But I'm wide, wide open. And I do find that a grounding point for me is the writing that I'm doing. Right. That's my ground wire that that keeps me centered in the middle. 
So it doesn't really matter where I am. I could be in LA, I could be on the East Coast, but here I am up in the mountains in Cuenca, Ecuador. That's amazing. <laughs> That's and you what know what? You don't have, you know, you'll get there when you get there. And the amazing yeah. thing is, you know, getting there is the journey. I think a lot of people have heard that, you know, it's not the, desti the, the destination, like what's the outcome going to be? You know, the outcome is never the outcome. Like the outcome is still just part of the journey. It's part of still That's getting right. where you're going. And so just doing this for yourself is a great destination. Just doing this for yourself and just letting every day um, sort of define that day. And I really like that you said, um, because it's one of the things I say to myself every morning, I'm open to all the possibilities today. I am open to all the possibilities. And just by saying that, you know, we allow many wonderful things that we may not have even thought about to come in. Yeah. So one of my mantras as I go through life on a day-to-day -day basis or moment by moment basis is the path is clear and the journey is unknown. Yeah. And I find that that, that intimacy of the journey itself is the most um, miraculous thing because you never we know should, I think we happen. should live until we're 250 you know why because <laughs> Boy, I I don't know it takes that. us until we're like around 50 or so to finally <laughs> get our crap together like you know what I mean so, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> where we can live more fearless and yeah. um, you know and then you're like oh my god I better hurry <laughs> so, <laughs> nope nope that's all part of the journey as long as you exactly. know that the path is clear the journey is unknown Awesome. You know, and not knowing is the most intimate, I swear. It is. It's the best. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. So when did you know, when did you know that you hit bottom? That moment where you felt like, uh-oh, I might be in well, trouble here. Well, this is what I wrote about. So I had already started in January of 2020. I had started the formal process of making that move or that leap from Los Angeles to Ecuador. And when I, I remember it must have been sometime mid-February is when they started locking us down in Los Angeles. Right. I think that's right. You know, because I could no longer see my clients face to face. We were starting to do Zoom, Zoom, Zoom calling, right? And in in the very beginning, when all this upheaval of the pandemic started, but I had already committed myself emotionally, spiritually, financially to making this move, what, what, what started creeping in, and this is the thing that I, I hate the most, what started creeping in was self-doubt. Right. I doubted, number one, whether I should be doing this or not. I doubted whether I could be doing this or not. And that that's a destroyer of dreams right there. It is, yes. You know, and I really and and then and then all my well-meaning friends and family, you know, <laughs> Jennifer, you're crazy. What are you doing? Why are you doing this? You can't go out of your house much less go out of the country. You know, there's something really off here with your choice to do this, you know, wait another year, you've got time. Well, you know what? Actually, I didn't have time. I didn't feel like I had time. Right. Then was my time to make that move. And, um, and, and so the bottom, if you wanted to look at it that way, was really, first of all, knowing 
that I even had self-doubt because sometimes it can be very insidious and you don't even know that it's there, but identifying it and then actually pushing against that stream of self-doubt that came crashing down in the beginning, right? You know, just pushing against it. Absolutely. Yeah, no, it's, it's a, it's, it's, it's a killer of dreams. If you let it be like, for sure, it can, something that you are passionate about, you will find, you know, people will just not do it. Right. Because of that self doubt, because of listening to everybody else's fears Mm -hmm. can stop you from doing what you want to be doing. So yay for you for doing it anyways, despite all everything that was going on in the world and still is. So when someone reads your chapter, Jennifer, when they start to hear your story, mm-hmm. what are you hoping? What's the message that you hope will, will, so, will, will that they'll get? Sure. So what is easy to identify, but much more difficult to execute is the control that external circumstances have over me. I'll just use myself. The control that external circumstances had over me and how I chose to rise above that and to put myself first. Right. That I wasn't anybody else's subject. Nobody else. I wasn't, you know, a remodeling project for anybody else. I was doing this for me and I had to put myself first. And, and sometimes it's tricky. Sometimes it's not always easy. You don't want to appease your friends. You don't want to, you know, anger your family, but you know, that whole thing, me first, I think for me began when I started realizing that these external circumstances were beginning to define who I was going to be in the next month or the next month or the next month and how you really have to push against that. And, and I, the way that I wrote the chapter, um, I think gives some indication of how you can do that, or at least it talks about how I did it. Right. So it's, it's somewhat concrete in, in that regard, but, um, yeah, yeah. I just had, it's, it's just, it's just all, all the, all the noises and all the voices around, you know, that are telling you, no, no. And how I pushed against that. Good for you. I, I had Good to for read you. Do you know how many people like are probably <laughs> listening going, Oh my God, why didn't I do this? Why didn't I do this? You know, we, we go through our lives with regret, you know, yeah. when we don't do what we want. And one day we see ourselves and we're 70 or we're 80 or whatever it is. And we're like, why didn't, why didn't I, you know, why didn't I do it? And I think that's the biggest disservice because I like your me first. I kind of wrote it like a hashtag. Um, I, this is one thing I tell all my clients as well. You know, I'm a life strategist. And the one thing I say to everyone is you are first, you have to be first. And if you're not first, then how can you be the best for your children? How can you be the best for your spouse? How can you be the best for your parents? How can you be the best for everyone in your life? If you are not thinking of yourself first. And it's not egotistical. No. It's, it's not, you know, it's, it's not rude or it, it, it was a necessity actually, actually. Absolutely. I mean, I, 
I had the advantage of not having children. I had an ex-husband who was, who was and still is one of my best friends. And my only living sentient being responsibilities were I have two cats, but they too factored into it, you know, and they, it got me going about how I was going to bring them over here. But, you know, honestly, I chose to come to Ecuador because I chose to come to Ecuador. And I had no conditions around that. I knew that I could make Ecuador work if I chose to make it work. Right. And obviously it has. So it was totally my responsibility. And I, I took it on and it wasn't that hard actually. Once I took it on, I stopped thinking about it and just went into action. Yep. That's awesome. I love that. I love it. I love it. So Besides this piece, I don't know if it's the same answer you got for the next question I have for you. And that's, what's your favorite tip? What's your favorite tip or strategy that you love to share with people? Um, Well, one thing that immediately came to my mind is to look beyond the obvious. You look, look beyond, it's funny, if you have a screen in front of you, I think that sometimes our tendency is to look directly at one portion of the screen right, and not see the whole picture. And I think that sometimes if you pull back and you give yourself the space to Hold look, on. okay. So I don't know if it's gonna be the same question or say, sorry, same response is what you've just given us. But what is your most favorite strategy or tip that you like to share with others? Yeah. So I think for me is, and what I, I do find myself saying on occasion is to pull back and to look at the whole picture, because I think sometimes we tend to have tunnel vision. Like if you have a screen in front of you, you're, you know, we sort of look over here or look over there because that's where we think our interests should be. And we, we lose the gestalt of everything. Right. But I think if you can pull back, if you can just breathe into it and pull back and actually see the grand view in front of you, then options actually open up. Yep, absolutely. They do. They they really they open up and you can begin to navigate in a much broader way. And that's what that's one of the things that I I ha- absolutely had to do. You know, I had to navigate uh, you know some people call it oh thinking outside the box, but we are really boxed in in many ways. Oh God, we've been conditioned. Our conditioning over centuries is like, is boxed people in. I like to like pitch the box. I'm just not a box person. Yeah. So you look at, you know, the fish swimming outside the fishbowl and that's kind of where you need to be. I think in order to make grand and bold moves in your life. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you for swimming outside the fishbowl. That's, that's <laughs> awesome. No, seriously. You know how many people talk it, huh? about it, but never do it. So it's, it's a great thing. And I think the one thing that this whole pandemic 
or a pandemic or whatever it is you want to call it that we're in right now um, is it's, it's making us think outside the box. It's forcing us to think outside the boss box. It's, it's making us look at other options because we can't act the way we once did and all the conditioning. I was going to say, or not. Or not. Or not. Yeah. Some people. There are many, many people who have actually begun to constrict in this. And this, I think, is a tremendous opportunity to expand. Yep. Yep. You're right. So that's, that's a great, you know, are you, are you, what's the word I'm looking for? You know, when you're, oh oh yeah, here we go. I got it. I got it. You know, so that's a good question to ask, you know, if you're listening right now is, are you expanding or are you letting yourself atrophy? Yeah. What are you doing with your life right now or, or who you are? Are you just shrinking or are you expanding into the amazingness that you can be? Yeah. Cause it's there. It's all there. Yes. Awesome. It's all there. Yeah. Thank you so much, Jennifer. I'm so glad that you're part you're of this welcome. book and what a wonderful way to meet you. Um, and uh, thanks so much for sharing your awesomeness and for, for like taking a chance, right. Doing something that said, yes, I'm going to do this and putting yourself first, despite everyone's fears and worries and everything, because you can't wear everybody else's fears. It's going to stop you from doing what you need to do in your life. So yeah. Yeah. You like awesome. (laughs) Awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for being a part of from bottom to top and thank you all for listening. And we will be back soon with another one of our amazing authors. Thank you all for listening. Bye-bye now.